Snow Queen, a new audio drama by Deirdre DeWire, presented by Broken Crow in association with Garter Lane Arts Centre and The Everyman. Episode 2, the story which tells of a sleigh ride. After three days away, Gráinne finally went back to Cuivine's house. Morning, Mama. Gráinne, my store, there you are. It's been an age. We've missed you. Have you? Is Cuivine upstairs? No, he left for school already. Was he not waiting for you down at the gate? No, he hasn't been there for the past three days. I always waited as long as I could, but I didn't want to be late for school. Today I thought I'd come up to collect him. I'm sorry. I thought you had some new thing arranged that you were meeting in the lane. I said it was silly to be standing out there in the cold longer, but there's no talking to Cuivine these days. Oh, right. Thanks, Mamo. Ah, Grania pet. I know he's being a right pain in the... But he'll come around. I'm sure of it. But he didn't. Cuivine was a boy transformed. He had turned into a horrible know-it-all. He ignored Grani in the yard and tried to impress everyone with his knowledge. Soon, no one would play with him. Three days later, when she was walking home from school, she saw him in the square with a gang of children she didn't know. She walked past slowly at first, trying to catch Cuivine's eye. But then the children called after her. Hey, there's a nerd. She's in our school, isn't she? Ew, look at her stupid coat. He likes snow in your face, dork face. They started to squash snow into mean-looking snowballs, so Gronia hurried around the corner and out of sight. I felt so cold since the day of the fall, and so cross. But these new friends didn't seem to mind. They were cross too. They pushed each other down into the snow, and I copied them. Some of the bigger kids hooked their sledges to the back of cars, trucks and carriages that drove through the square. Then they got whisked off, screaming and laughing. I wanted to laugh. I wanted to forget about Mamo and Gronya and how strange their faces seemed lately. Mamo, What's Mamo, the matter, Gronya? What's going back? on? I saw Quivine in the square. I saw him. He hooked his sledge onto the back of a white carriage and he got pulled away. I waited and waited to see when he'd get back, but he never came. I hoped maybe he hooked himself off and came home. What? When was this? I thought he was with you at your house. How long ago was it? It was hours ago. I waited and waited. Oh, child, you're freezing. Let me get your dad. I'm sure there's nothing to worry about. The sleigh glided smoothly off and out of the square. Out of the corner of my eye, I thought I'd caught a glimpse of Granny's red coat. But then, in a flash, she was out of sight. The sleigh went faster and faster. Suddenly, it was onto the next street, and on and on it sped, until we reached the outskirts of the town. It was going too fast, too far. But it felt wonderful. When the sleigh slowed, I tried to move my hands. They were frozen stiff. The ice that I had felt in my chest for more than a week was spreading up my neck and down my legs. We were in the middle of a forest, far from the town. 
When I looked, I saw a tall, handsome young man looking in front of me. Hello there, and how are you doing? Janey Mac, you're nearly blue. Where did we pick you up? You must be freezing, Queenie. I mean, milady, come and look at what we've picked up. Creveen then saw a friendly old woman wrapped in white furs climb out of the carriage. For a moment, he thought there was something strange about her. She seemed to shimmer coldly. But when he looked at her straight on, he saw an old woman, a bit like Mamo. Where did you come from? Have you been slowing us down? Come along, Larry. We've lost enough time with this dead weight. I've got to find that last piece. I, I feel like it's around here somewhere. Ah, come on. Look at him. The poor child is freezing. Are you cold? Where does it feel coldest? My chest. What's that? What did you say? Tell me. Cold, but not in your hands? No, here in my chest. Well, that is most irregular. And what about your toes? No, in here, deep inside my chest. The tips of your ears? Can't you hear me deep inside? Are you just some kind of Egypt or are you just death? What did you say, you little maggot? Hold on there now, Queenie. There's no need to unleash the anger. He's just a silly little boy. There's nothing silly about me. I'm wise beyond my years. If you are wise, you'd know when to shut your mouth. So, tell me something I don't know. If you can, I'll spare your life, you rude little runt. Well, this sleigh, it's very elegant. 1927 design, isn't it? Why, uh, um, Larry, do you know? He's right, madam. But how could he know that? So much knowledge has just appeared into my brain. Those furs. Polar bear fur. I, um... Isn't it? Wait. What do you see when you look at Larry? A well-dressed young man. Ha! <laughs> well, that's not right. And what about me? You remind me of my mamo, Warm and cosy. Come, child. Come and sit by me. Sit right here next to me. Something has happened to you, child, recently, to make you feel so cold. Well, something strange happened last week. Something sharp got into my eye, and since then I feel cold and clear and full of information. Larry! Larry, I think we found the final missing shard. Drive on. We must discover how to extract this piece from the young man. And so on they flew, over woods and lakes, over seas and distant lands. Wolves howled and black crows screamed in the night. Queeveen sat in the elegant sleigh, and it didn't quite occur to him to be afraid as he gazed at the large white moon shining above him. You have been listening to the voices of Mia Clifford, Fionn Butler, Nicholas Kavanagh, Jackie Kelleher, Aideen Wilde, Lois Clifford and Ruon Butler.
For further information about the cast and crew, go to DeirdreDeWire.com. This project was made in the winter of 2020 and was only possible thanks to the support of the Arts Council, Waterford City and County Arts Office, Waterford Cultural Quarter and Winterville.